BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. What you missed from Dave and Chuck the Freak on 101 WRIF. Brought to you by the Specs Howard School of Media Arts. Learn the skills needed for graphic design, video production, or broadcasting with a flexible schedule that fits your needs. Specs Howard School of Media Arts offers evening classes, meeting two days a week in classes, while the rest of your coursework is completed online. Visit specshoward.edu or call 866-61-SPECS for more info. WRIF and WRIF HD1 Detroit. You're listening to Dave and Chuck the Freak live from the Gold Star Law Studio. Hello, here we are from the Gold Star Law Studio on this uh, Tuesday morning edition of Dave and Chuck the Freak. Thanks for being with us. Is your boss making comments about the way you look, texting you inappropriate pictures, or has he made you feel uncomfortable by touching you? Gold Star Law will protect your rights. Call 248-851-GOLD. Not just tough, Gold Star Tough. On the way in just a moment, a 12-year-old in Texas led cops on a high-speed chase. And there's a twist. He was doing even worse things at the time. Mm. Uh, As we continue here on Dave and Chuck the Freak, we're opening up the riff lines right now. We want to know, what was your craziest, most insane kid moment? 248-544-WRIF. If you want to share the story of what you got up to, 248-544-9743. W-R-I-F Dave and Chuck the Freak What has been your craziest, most insane kid moment you can share? What did you get up to? Were you nothing but trouble? You can join us if you want to share your story on the Riff Lines 248-544-WRIF 248-544-9743 also, one eight five five nine seven four three one zero one. Those lines are open. Those are the toll free lines, and you can text four W R I F or four nine seven four three, where James will take your story there. So, this story we had to share with you is about a twelve year old in Texas who led cops on a high speed chase. Yes, a twelve year old kid, like the one I have at home. Yeah, yeah. Led cops on a high speed chase. Jump in the car. Not it. only that. He was wasted at the time. Oh, boy. So I'm 12 years old. I'm drunk. I'm driving. I'm leading cops on a high-speed chase. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've had some crazy years to get to that point. (laughs) You sure have. Some bad parents. Yeah. Yeah. They just don't care that much. No. This happened in Texas. Uh, The boy eventually uh, hit a utility pole. Mm. Luckily, he's going to be okay. Uh, But an officer spotted the vehicle kind of weaving a bit in traffic. When he tried to pull over the car, the suspect took off with police in pursuit. The fleeing vehicle then uh, hit a car traveling in the opposite direction, but that didn't stop it. Eventually, though, it did swerve off the road and hit a utility pole. It was at that point the police determined the driver was a child, only 12 years old. The boy alone in the car suffered only minor injuries, luckily, was taken to a nearby children's hospital for yeah. treatment. Generally, the driver's never taken to children's hospital. No, no. no. The minor, though, is facing several uh, 
possible juvenile court charges, including driving while intoxicated, failing to stop and render aid, evading police, and more. Couple weeks, huh? Couple weeks in juvie. <laughs> I gotta tell Stella about this. Why? She'd be Why? the one to do it. Like you want to warn her? Well, no. I'm gonna tell her she's gonna do it. Do it before you're close to 18. Do it at like 14. You're going to steal a car and go on a high-speed chase when you're 14 is the time to do it. You're not going to tell her not to, just to do it earlier. I don't think I can tell her not to do anything. You know, if I I think that if I say, Stella, don't steal a car and get in a high-speed chase while you're drunk, that's the next thing she does. So I have to be real careful. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's... It's horrible. You don't want your kid to be drinking and driving no, <laughs> at 12, no. but at least at 12, you're not in any real... It's not on your permanent record, yeah, right? You're not in any super big trouble. Uh, the kid also refused to say who owned the SUV. <laughs> it's not a badass hey, Isn't kid. that a badass yeah, 12-year-old? He is, yeah. I, I ain't like saying he, nothing to you! Yeah, I think he's in a gang. I mean, I <laughs> would be my... Uh, <laughs> Probably. That would be my guess. <laughs> my face, coppers! You know what I mean? His parents were definitely drunk. Yeah. Oh, I, I, twelve-year-old Dave, led such no. a different life than this kid has led. Yeah, oh. you were having sex and. Oh, stop it! But I just would never. First of all, I hadn't tried booze yet. Yeah, no. Second of all, I was never behind the wheel of a car. Right. But by thirteen, you'd knocked all that stuff off your list, though, right? Well, booze and sex. <laughs> 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 now that you put it that way. One crazy <laughs> Irish summer. Yeah. 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 It okay, ain't so that. not that perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did not you drive while you were there? No. No, okay. No, no. Oh, that's good. I didn't drive until I started to take lessons. Okay. I was never behind the wheel. I wasn't that. I know there's some kids that their dad just, you know, lets them sit in there, and I've never yeah. done it with my kids. I think that that's probably this kid, too. I've done parents it. let them drive or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, let him drive. I've done it. So it sounds so like you did it with your kids. Yeah, yeah, I let them drive. Kind of kid that has to drive up and go get cigarettes and booze for mom or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> oh to yeah, you. oh problem. Well, like I knew, I knew a bunch of kids that were, you know, in the summer when I would go to that the campground. There were like some kids up there that were like farmer kids, and they had driven since the time they were like six years old. Because you can drive trucks on, uh, yeah, like on your land, on your own on land. Your land, yeah, and they're like. You know, there was like kids smoking at six and they could drive. I wish I knew. Like how to drive. Like what? Yeah. Like it would, I would have loved it as a kid. Wouldn't yeah. that have been amazing? Yeah. But the thought of my kids driving now terrifies me. Yeah. I'm only a couple <sighs> of years away from one of them doing it legally. Yeah. I mean, you should see Stella on the go-kart course. Her idea is hit everybody. Mm-mm. <laughs> oh, Chuck, you're in for a rides world of hurt. A go kart like you would ride bumper cars. Oh, that's what she. That's yeah, no good. it's not. That's dangerous. And uh, the biggest smile and laughing the whole time. So it's tragic, really. So this uh, 12 year old in Texas leads the cops on a high speed chase. He is drunk while doing this. 12 years old. What was your craziest kid moment? Uh, Karen from Waterford will start us off on the Rift Lines. Good morning, Karen. Good morning. So this is, I'll just cut right to the chase. Mm-hmm. He was three and a half and he fell out of our second story window on oh. the concrete patio. Oh my God. And he was fine. This is not like a, he died or was seriously injured. Yeah, he, the 
garage door had come off the track and his dad and I were in the garage trying to put it back on and my five-year-old had just gotten home from school and was jumping on the trampoline and uh, the little guy climbed up on the chair and it was close enough to the window. The windows were open and he pushed on the screen watching his brother jump on the trampoline and out he went Um, and he was totally fine the next day after we got it, you know, he got checked out. Everything was fine. He went to the window and put his hand on him and said, I think I'll fall out the window again. Oh, no. Oh, my oh, God. No, that's what, not what you <laughs> need. Oh, no, that's... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let, there like... are certain kids you could never let out of your sight, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, and he's he's one of those kids. I mean, it turns out he um, has Asperger's, so he's like a little tiny Sheldon Cooper. He's 13 now, and if he meets a stranger, the first thing he says to you is, um, when I was three and a half, I fell out the window. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Imagine your child. Yeah. Fa- Thanks for calling in, Karen. Imagine your child falling out of a window, and you just hear the thud, and you see them on the ground. No. This is nuts that the kid was like, oh, man, that was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no. kind of fun. I tell you, it was wild. Oh, it a, didn't hurt. It's not like stairs, you guys. <laughs> now, again, this is a text, so I can't verify any of this, but someone said in Texas, kids are allowed to drink as long as they stay home with the parents. But if they get hurt or cause trouble, the parents can be fined or go to jail. Stop it. Sounds fishy. Sounds very Sounds Texas, fishy, but Texas but justice. Texas, Texas got their own set of rules. Texas is true. They're like, we don't even want to be a part of this country. Yeah. Because you like you can like kill a hooker for looking at you funny in Texas or something like that. And you're allowed or something. Yeah, you know, didn't some guy true. kill a hooker? In Texas, a person may go. provide alcohol to a minor if he or she is the minor's adult parent, guardian, or spouse and is visibly present while they consume the alcohol. I want my kid to drink moonshine. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You have to be 21 to drink it in public, but at home, as long as the parents are around and they provide it to you, you're good. Yep. Wow. This is one of the biggest states... There is mm-hmm. one of the biggest states that picks who will lead. Yes. They also are in charge of most of the textbooks. Yeah, yeah they right. are. Yeah. Yeah. Teach our kids. Yeah. Uh, Jeff. <laughs> Evolution. Smevolution. <laughs> Hi, Jeff. Good morning. How are you? Hey, what's going on? Penis balls, Lisa. Balls. So tell us, um, hey, uh, what's the craziest thing you got up to as a kid? Oh, God. I was about 14 years old. And uh, let's just leave initials DM. He's a paper boy. He comes by my house about 6 o'clock at night. He said, hey, I found these keys. This guy was walking up to his house and dropped them. I'm like, let's go. So we walked on the other side of town and kind of pushed a K-car out of the driveway and took it out and made a K-car four-wheel drive into a four-wheel drive and just beat the snot out of it all night long and then parked it kind of in front of the school where everybody hung out at before school. And everybody's like, wow, look at that car. We're like, Oh, wow. Check that out, man. Somebody thought, wow, wow. Never got caught. Had a good time, though. But DM was my buddy back then. At 14, you and DM just went on a joyride. D, 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 yep. Yep. Joyride, it was all night long. Then when I came home, my mom, she caught me coming home, so I only got in trouble for, like, being out late. She she never really caught the whole wind of everything of that. Now, had you driven a car before then? Oh, yeah. Way before That's a silly question, I guess, for... (laughs) For Jeff and the old DM. Yeah, yeah, Jeff and DM. Yeah, yeah. They were up to it. <laughs> Been driving cars since we were five and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said nine, so. Uh, this, uh, someone texted in, crazy thing I did as a kid. 
tried to parachute off my garage with a garbage bag. Oh, so dumb. Oh, what happened? There's always, well, you fall and break your leg, usually. Yeah, it's not Mary Poppins time. Mm-mm. When I was young, I almost attempted to do this off of a giant, like, twisty slide at a playground. But Jeez. luckily, my brain kicked in and was like, don't jump. You're not going to make it. I got too scared. But there was a thought yeah, for a I second. I was, like, sitting on the ledge, ready to jump off. I'm going to hold the garbage bag over my head. And <laughs> something told me, don't do this. <laughs> and I slid down like a normal kid. Yeah. I think Ooh. it was those, like, soldiers that you drop with the parachutes that I remember yes. being like, yeah, well, any but, old garbage bag will have the same effect. Exactly. Right, yeah, those tiny little parachutes saved those little <laughs> army men. Tiny little yeah. less than an ounce army men, yeah, yeah. but... You know, the same twirly slide I'd throw those off of and watch them float down. And yeah. I wanted to do it myself. Because I remember thinking about it, too. I never did it, but I was just like, yeah, it seems legit. <laughs> <laughs> I think every boy has that. Either you can fly or you can jump. Like, moment mm. in their mm-hmm. life. And they either go for it or they pussy out. What I found is the guy who does it never, that's their whole life. Yes, they're risk takers forever. That is just what they do. Like the same guy who jumped off the slide mm-hmm. is the same guy that later in high school jumped from the roof into the pool. Right. Yeah. You know, like it's always the same guy. Yeah, he becomes a skydiving instructor. Exactly. Anita, you're on with David Chuck tragically. Yeah. What's the most <laughs> craziest kid moment you can share with us? Penis balls. Balls. Penis. Penis. Yeah, we were 12, and there was an abandoned two-story house at the end of the street that teenagers used to hang out in. Mm-hmm. We went in there, and we found a bunch of masking tape, and it was kind of brittle. And we ran it all through the upstairs and all through the rooms, just kept winding it around the walls. And then we lit it on fire. Oh, no. And it started going off the tape. You know, the fire did. And the one girl went out of the house screaming fire, and we're like, shut up. We'll take care of this. And someone had dropped a whole bunch of telephone books there, so we used the telephone books to beat out the flames. Yeah. And never went back. So you were just a child arsonist. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we were arsonists. Did the we house burn down? No, the fire department did have to come and throw some water on it, though. Mm. Yeah. We, just... off. we didn't want anywhere be anywhere around there because our moms would, you know, raise hell. Oh, of course. We were on yeah. our bikes, so we just rode across the street and went into the cemetery and watched. Oh, it sounds like you were a horrible little girl. Yeah. <laughs> Fires in cemeteries? Huh? Fires in cemeteries? You were up to no good. Oh, yeah. We were drinking. We were smoking. And, you know, we were having a good time in our youth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, and are you, still, are you still as crazy now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I passed sure. on to my kids. Yeah. Well, oh, not. yeah. Yeah. Eat. Yeah. All right, Anita. Thanks for calling in. All the best. You too. Don't set anything here on fire. I like how nonchalant she was. You're like, you were an arsonist then. She's like, yeah, I was an arsonist. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, I was. That is what I am. <laughs> Still my to kids this do day. Now. My kids yeah, are go out there and set something on fire, kids. No regrets. Yeah. Uh, huh. Quick run to the cemetery where our cigarettes and booze is. And other stuff. And other things. Yeah, I think she was alluding to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, James, hi. You're on with Dave and Chuck the Freak. Good morning. Hey, guys, how's it going? We're good, man. What was your craziest kid moment? Well, uh, me and Buddy were riding dirt bikes, and we decided to get into the booze, and uh, a couple girls come over. We were like 14, 15, and uh, one of the girls dared him to ride naked down the street on his dirt bike. Well, little did we know, there was a cop sitting down at the corner, and he got pulled over. Your friend naked on a dirt bike? 
Uh, yeah, he was at oh. the time and got pulled over. He had to explain that to his mom and dad. Mm. That's a tough one. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> Listen, I was, uh, I was out riding naked. Yeah, yeah I've just been like, well, so my, my penis talked me into it, obviously. I didn't want to do it. So many um, things, too, are spurred on by girls. Yeah, girls were there. <sighs> yeah, Girls, you'd do anything for a girl, right? Mm -hmm. To get their attention, to get them to like you. Yeah. And then it leads to bad choices. Mm. I keep trying to tell my son, my oldest, watch, watch out for them girls. Yeah, though. <laughs> you got to be careful. See, playing the, I don't even know what you're talking about, Dad. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking but about. But I know what's going on. <laughs> I'm not no. Girls, I wouldn't even talk to a girl. Um, this one came in through text. In sixth grade, I tried smoking my first cigarette and accidentally burned five acres down on my friend's property. Oh, <laughs> God. I wonder if they found out who it was. They just did. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's still pretty bad. Yeah. Um, Mike from Southgate, how are you? Good, how are you? We're okay, man. What was the your most insane kid moment? All right, so a bunch of us, my brother... And a couple cousins, we were up camping. We were like 10. We thought it, driving our bikes around, having a good time. And we thought, hey, look, there's a ski hill. Why don't we climb up to the top of it and ride our bikes down? You know those phenometers that you put on when you were a kid? You thought you were cool? You always wondered why they went to like 70? They go to 70. <laughs> okay, you were going 70 miles an hour on a mountain bike down a hill? Down a ski hill. Uh, oh, dude. downhill ski hill, dumbest thing I ever did. And you you made it without getting injured. Thankfully, yes. I would have broken every, was, every bone in my body. Oh, I would have been a crumble of my former self. I've seen those. I've seen bikes like going down hills like that, and they just disintegrate. Oh like, yeah, they just uh, they they're not designed for it. The the wheels just fly off, fly off, and if you hit something, you're done. Yeah, you're dead. He should you know, be dead. At least he got a robot voice and a bunch of things. Wasn't as cool as I found. This person said, uh, Anonymous, I'm like that woman who just called in. We were messing around with this abandoned house in the woods, and we lit some clothes on fire that we found in a little room. Well, it traveled up the wall and actually burned the house down. <sighs> After many court dates, I still don't have a record. I was 14 at the time. Jeez. A lot of young female arsonists among us. <laughs> I know. They like to burn things. I was such a good kid. Yeah. When I hear these stories, I didn't do anything. You weren't an arsonist. No, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, there's, no, there's been no arson in my past. No. That's good. Mm. For sure. Chuck, can you say mm. the same? <laughs> <laughs> I know you love fire. Mm. Love fire. A little too much. <laughs> hmm. uh, this guy said, I tried to cook a napkin in the toaster, and I burned the kitchen down when I was seven. Oh, no. <sighs> you almost set your kitchen on fire, and you're in your, you were older but you were than older, that, though. But you tried to make yeah. french fries, but and, I also, and then took a dump. Yeah. <laughs> I also wasn't, like, trying to cook a napkin, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you were actually cooking food. You <laughs> just left it on and oil, oil it. unattended. Yeah. It was an accident. Yeah. It was on purpose. That sucks. I got my parents a new kitchen. Um... Hey, you're on with Dave and Chuck the Freak. Good morning. How are you? Hey, how's it going? Recirculate. Recirculate. <laughs> uh, we're talking about your craziest kid moment. So, now, I didn't live in a bad neighborhood. I, I did live, like, in the city. And at night, 
in the city, people probably screw hookers and leave condoms thrown about the sidewalks and whatnot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, me and my friends, we'd find them. Like, when we found like, we didn't look for them. They'd just be sitting there. And, like, someone would pick it up with a stick and, like, swing it at somebody, at somebody else. And be like, mm. oh, now you, you have AIDS. And then, like. <laughs> you were having con used go. condom fights? Yeah. 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 And we'd be like, oh, you have AIDS. Now you have AIDS. <laughs> oh, my God. You were just covered in random hooker screwing stranger semen. Yeah. 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 You know, you got to watch your kids, man. Yeah. Like, uh, people, I people just are, like, hope people are, like, I listen. I believe my kids would know enough not to get into condom fights. There yeah. is no question that I have been witness to a condom attack. Oh. Uh, like a used condom attack uh, where someone took a stick and, fl- and would fling it at, at you and you just had to run for the hills. Oh. And then finally, like, threaten, like, that you would kill someone if they tried it again. Just wouldn't be friends with them. Even yeah. at that age, I'd be like, nope. Yeah, because it would happen every once in a while. Um, I know it sounds awful, but it would happen at our school. Jesus. You know, grade school. Really? Yeah, because the parking lot was big, and it was kind of tucked away, and people would go in there and bang, and then they'd throw the domers out the window, and then there'd be domers... In your school so parking just lot. Just in the school parking lot. And people, you know, the one bad kid, like Paul. Yeah, he's the smart. He's the like Paul, the guy who drank wine coolers <laughs> at school. He'd find them and he'd, he'd flick them at you. You had to run. Oh, Paul. Oh, that's <laughs> dirty, Paul. Poor Eugene. Did, did Eugene get hit? I don't know who got no. hit. Some people did get hit, though. But you know, it was. Wasn't going to be any of the athletes. Uh, Charlie. <laughs> hey, Charlie's on with Dave and Chuck the Freak. What was your you craziest know? kid no. moment? <laughs> bitch, be cool. Tell that bitch to be cool. All right. So uh, I must have been like five or six years old. I'm hanging out with my cousin, and my uncle had horses with an electrical fence around the perimeter. So it wasn't even a dare. It was just like, hey, you want to pee on the electrical fence? And we're like, yeah, sure. And we both agreed on it without even like thinking twice about it. Um, I think you can kind of guess what happened after that. Um, it's still probably the worst pain I've ever been in in my entire life. That electrical bolt went right up my pee and just shocked the crap out of my dog. Describe that awful. pain level on a scale of 1 to 10 when you shock your dog. Uh, it was over 10 by far. Oh, God. Because... Because it didn't just, wham, I'm going to shock your dog and that's it. It went, like, through into my inners, oh, like, down my legs. Oh, it was just, it was awful. I, I can't believe I ended up getting two healthy, beautiful kids out of it um, still to this day. But, I mean, it was awful. Yeah, Charlie. Yeah. Keep right, watching man. them to, for when their powers manifest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thunderbolts <laughs> through the dongs. Ow. Just a lot yeah. of people did some stuff that you just don't do. Yeah, I was, I guess, not smarter, but just, yeah. you know, more aware of what the consequences would be, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, kid. you know, because I remember going, uh, it was like a birthday party or whatever, and we went to this one kid's house, and uh, his neighbor had this electric fence. And so there's like six of us out there, and sure enough, there's always one guy dumb enough to like grab the electric fence. Yeah, you know, and you just watch him almost, you know, 
you know, get shocked. And, <laughs> right. And I'm, like, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, this guy's just real dumb. Oh, my God. <laughs> this one says, went to high school in Southgate. Before football practice, a couple of guys used to get into a poop fight. <laughs> really? Jeez. What? I guess their team didn't do very well. <laughs> That's one battle where nobody comes out a winner. No, you're right. No, is. You're right. Oh. Poop fight! <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you, there's nothing scarier than being in a poop fight that you're not ready for, and it would happen at my high school all the time because that one kid who was oh, well, special. Was challenged. That's yeah, different. but still, you were still in a poop fight. You were still in a poop fight, and you ran. You hoped to God you didn't get hit, but people got hit. <laughs> I imagine when you're running and you look and you see somebody get hit, it's just like a war movie or oh, something. Oh, dude. No. no. Oh, you just left him behind. You just left him behind, dude. Yeah. You didn't have to be the fastest. You just didn't. You just couldn't be the slowest. Uh, Eric from we Hazel Park. You. you got up to some trouble. Hey, buzzy oh, kid. Penis. Oh. penis. Hey, uh, when I was in when I was in high school in the ninth grade, they did a petition. Some of the kids wanted Fago to be sold in the schools. And so they got a petition, they got a thousand signatures, and the school still wouldn't sell the Fago. So I was like, there's a thousand kids in the school? He did a an underground Fago operation at his school. Yep. He'd smuggle the Fago in for them. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Yep. <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> we need a Fago! <laughs> A petition, that's what you get behind. Yeah. I mean, people are passionate about certain things. Yeah, they are. And the thing is, I love to, you know, see an entrepreneur at work. Yeah. wonder what he's doing now. I was yeah, like, those I kids know. that... It makes you wonder. Yeah. Remember the we heard from someone a little while ago where they had like a uh, underground booze operation mm-hmm. yes. running out of their garage, right? Mm-hmm. And the guy mm-hmm. had to cut his sister in because she found out about it. Yeah. yeah. But for years, they would sell booze, booze. to kids out of their garage. Yeah. Because a lot of, there's a lot of opportunities for kids to become little like racketeers. Exactly. <laughs> I would have never thought of it. I wouldn't have either. No, but when, I mean, it's harder now, but there were the, the fake ID guys, mm-hmm. you know, there was the weed guys. There was always some James sort was of. James one of these guys. James was one of these guys. He was one of these. He was the papers. Kid, kid guy. entrepreneur. He was the I'll do your homework guy. Yeah. All right. Would right. Take tests, write papers. Yep. And you also got into trouble in a church? Yes. I think this is the last time a family as a whole actually went to church. <laughs> <laughs> I was like five or six. I was uh-huh. really obsessed with Superman. Uh-huh. My parents went in for like the church service and I was left in like the daycare area. I was playing on a jungle gym with the pastor's son. And we're like, hey, what game do you want to play? Let's play Superman. Well, I'm going to be Superman. Yeah. And he wanted to be Superman. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I'm going to be Superman. He's like, no, you be Spider-Man. I'm like, no, I'm Superman. Like, I got the pajamas, I'm telling him, I got yeah. the pajamas, the cape, everything. Yeah, you got You're it ready. all. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, well, why don't you be Clark Kent or something like that? And I just bit him. I bit him right on the arm, and I bit him hard. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm pretty sure it drew blood. And this was the pastor's you tried son. To, you tried to bite him to death. Yeah. yeah. So I, I bit the crap out of this kid's arm. Because like, he told no, you I'm he Superman. wanted you to be Clark Kent. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Like, or Get out of here. Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. Um, say Spider-Man to me one more time, I'll bite you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I just remember my parents <laughs> dragging me out of the church so embarrassed. And yeah, never gone back to church with my parents since then. No. I just started reading the Bible at home. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. Yeah. true story. <laughs> you embarrassed this. If it was to anyone else but the pastor's son. It yeah, probably would have been fine. But yeah. the pastor, yeah. like, the guy that runs the church, I bit his son. Like, yeah. You can't go back there. Yeah, no, no. no. 
I better no. never did that again, though. Told someone to be Clark Kent or Spider Man. <laughs> right. Yeah, you, better, you, better you taught him something. Though. Yeah, you yeah. taught him something that day. Yeah. At least. The pastor wasn't the only one teaching the word of the Lord that day. <laughs> <laughs> Spreading the word of the Lord. Yeah. James. The, the gospel according to James yeah. with his teeth. Uh, anonymous, you're on with Dave and Chuck the Freak. How are you? Good. Bitch, be cool. Tell that bitch to be cool. So this 12-year-old in Texas led cops in a high-speed chase. They found out he was also drunk at the time. At 12, what is the craziest thing you got up to as a kid? Well, when I was 13, I had a buddy that took his mom's car. We all skipped school. Um, it was a stick shift, and it didn't have a license plate on it. He picked me up from my house, all four of us, a bunch of other kids, and we drove around in it, and he didn't know how to drive a stick shift. He was driving on the wrong side of the road, kept stalling out. He hit about four cars and did all this damage, and we eventually just took it back to his mom's place and hit it in the backyard and for months. They were looking for this this car that hit all of this cars that did all this damage. So but you just never hit, got caught. You stole a car and hit it in someone's backyard for months. Yeah. Well, um, they lived on a bunch of property, and the car was already parked there. So we just kind of put it back, like nothing happened. And eventually, his mom saw it. I was like, "Oh my god! Like, what the hell happened?" We're like, "Oh, I don't know." <laughs> and you got away with it. Yeah, we got away with it. Wow, still to this day they didn't know who it was. Yeah. My <laughs> friend my friend stole his uh, parents' car and we did a bunch of bad stuff with it and then uh in blew the tires out. Mm. In doing some of this said bad stuff, two tires on one side of the car and we were about 10 miles away from home. Oh man. And uh we drove that thing on the rims. All the way back, parked it in the garage, <laughs> put it in park, got the hell out of there, and his sister took the blame for it. Uh, oh, what a son of a bitch. Yeah. I know you don't want to get into that kind of trouble, but... No, no and the sister was furious because she was like, I did not take this car. And they're like, who else would have taken the car? Could have been him. He's so young. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was scary times. That was one of the scariest moments. Like thinking, you know, because when you're young, you just, you don't get jail and like what can happen. But when you're driving on a car with sparks flying off the rims <laughs> and you just did a whole bunch of bad things to people's yards. Right. You know? Yeah, you think you might you think run into to jail. Yeah. Uh, James, you're on with Dave and Chuck the Freak. What was your craziest kid moment? I used to live in the, up in the UP. My father was in the military. Our neighbor had a wolf husky hybrid, which I'm pretty sure was not illegal. My father told me to stay away from this thing many, many times, and uh, I ignored him. You stay away from that neighbor's candy. illegal wolf husky hybrid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was feeding a candy too young to realize that a wolf will actually be your friend if you have food until you don't have food. Um I ran out of whatever it was I was feeding it, and I, I remember saying, that's all I have, puppy, it's all gone. And uh, the next thing I knew, I woke up, laying on my back, bleeding profusely from my face. Oh, no. Uh, it actually bit me in the face and knocked me unconscious. Thankfully, I fell backwards, and uh, the chain was just short enough to where this thing was snarling and growling at my feet, trying to get to me. Oh, but I, yeah, I had to walk back in the house. 
profusely pouring blood and explain to my dad that I just got attacked by a, you know, a freaking werewolf. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, James. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> that good. illegal wolf hybrid next door will get you, kid. Don't go near it. You have to have a little it bit does. of fear. Yeah. That's just what's feeding the Jolly Ranchers. That's just feeding the Jolly Ranchers. Here, puppy, puppy. I like the serious talk you have, Dad, where you're like, there's an illegal wolf husky hybrid, yeah. boy. Do not go near that damn thing. That is part wolf. I'll eat your face off. <laughs> Telling you. Don't feed him, Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hashtag up north problems. <laughs> yeah, it's different up there. It is. It's different. You can, get a, you can have a wolf hybrid. Yeah. Uh, Bonesy. Bonesy. How's she going, eh? Oh, How's she, she going, going, eh? What was Bonesy's craziest kid moment? We were uh, 12 or 13 at the time, and uh, the boys went up north for a hockey tournament once again. Yeah. Well, well, young lads at the time, though, right? And uh, anyways, we're at the rink doing a bit of dry land, which is training outside before the game, getting loose. Uh-huh. And uh, our bus driver, so we took a Greyhound bus. Our bus driver, he tucked the keys under his uh, seat. He went in to watch a game or whatever. So one of my buddies there, Jonesy, all <laughs> yeah. the boys get on the bus, and uh, we're young and stupid, so... Uh, we convinced Jonesy to take the boys to Timmy's on a Greyhound bus, and we're 13 at the time. You so, stole uh, a Greyhound bus? Yeah, One of Jonesy. the kids drove it Jonesy. to a Tim Hortons? Yeah. Now, now, don't get me wrong. It wasn't a far drive, so we thought we were in the clear, right? We get to see the Timmy's from the parking lot. But, I mean, when you're young and you're a hockey player, a little sister, you, uh, you just want to sift off and uh, have good memories with the boys. That's right. <laughs> so did you get busted? No. No. Oh, no, buddy. Parked in a lot. Boys went in. Well, the, the funny thing is, you got 15 kids on this bus. Probably two kids got something from Timmy's, but we took a Greyhound bus to uh, probably about a two minute drive. What a, what a time. What a memory. Oh, For yeah. the boys with the boys. Yeah. For the boys. Long live the boys. Uh, one double double. He didn't go through the drive through, though, right? No, he just you can't. Oh, no. So. That's All right, man. Thanks for calling in, Bonesy. Right, Have a good day. day. All right. See ya, Bonesy. Bonesy and Jonesy. Bonesy, Jonesy, Moose. <laughs> what a line. They were a great line. They were. Dave and Chuck the Freak. They're like donuts. They make you happy for a minute, but leave you feeling bad about yourself the rest of the day. Dave and Chuck the Freak on the Riff. We're taking a break. When we come back, we're going to get to Riff News. Why was a man found in a tree without pants on? What did a Florida man attack his boyfriend with when they got into a big fight? Hmm. What odd thing did a dude in Thailand get married to? And those crazy Canadians all on the way as we come right back to check Riff News. Don't forget to check out Dave and Chuck the Freak's Peep Show. It's on our website at WRIF.com. Every day, see a new video clip from that day's show. The Peep Show is brought to you by Spex Howard School of Media Arts. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. What made you have to stop halfway through sex? Dan, I'm never going to believe it, but my wife said I had seven minutes and my time was up. Oh, wow. So you were just pounding, trying to make it happen, and then the... Did she put a time limit on it? Of course. You're not going to get it done. You put pressure on someone. You've got seven minutes. Go! I can do this! I can do this! I can do this! Come on, come on, come on. Six minutes left. No, no, don't tell me what time! Come on, come on. Oh, no. 
What are you doing here? Now you're down to five. Damn it. All to hell. I'm not going to be able to finish. Tick tock. Tick tock. Oh, God. It's like an episode of 24. I could do it twice in seven minutes. That's if all the time If someone told in the you world. you had to hurry up. No I don't... problem. I'd say, okay, do me a favor. Moan in my ear, and we'll see how many times I can do it. Chuck, you have seven minutes. Go. One. Yes, here we are at 9.22 on a Tuesday morning. It's the 15th of November. Coming up this Saturday, it's our third annual .5K. Join us in downtown Wyandotte as we basically run around the block and then have some drinks. You can be a part of it, but you get all the regular race gear, too. Your $20 registration fee includes a .5K sticker, newly designed shirts and medals, and one post-race beer. You can do it online and save yourself a lot of time. Riff.com is where you'll find all the info and the place to register. And if you're coming out this Saturday, which we hope you are, bring a new unwrapped toy, and we'll donate it to Toys for Tots. Our third annual .5K is brought to you by New Belgium Brewing, the Wyandotte Business Association, and us here at 101 WRIF. Continuing now with Riff News on the way, why was a man found in a tree without pants on? What odd thing did a dude in Thailand get married to? And how many Americans say they are totally cool with a sexless marriage? <laughs> I thought he was going to say something. I just uh, didn't know what. I don't think he is. <laughs> we'll get to those stories and more. Mm-hmm. As we check Riff News in just a moment. Sir, news from the underground. I'm Dave Hunter. It's time for a check of Rift News, this time brought to you by Detroit Medical Center. Start your holiday season with Emory King and the Children's Hospital of Michigan Holiday Special at noon after America's Thanksgiving Day Parade on WDIV Channel 4 for some amazing stories about children's patients and families. So firearm deer hunting season kicked off today. Officials with the Department of Natural Resources are reminding hunters to wear a cap, hat, vest, jacket, or rain gear in the color of orange. Another reminder is to bring all deer to a DNR check station so that the game can be looked at for tuberculosis. Oh, you don't want deer tuberculosis. I really don't think you do. No, hunting season runs now until November 30th. Uh, Officers were called out in Wisconsin overnight. The report of a man in a tree. Mm -hmm. When they got there, just after 930, they found 54-year-old John Kuznos still in the tree. But they noticed he had no pants on. (laughs) He had no reasonable explanation as to why he was in a tree without pants on. So what I do, you know, was he jerking it to someone? Could he see anyone? An investigation revealed that he was looking into the second floor window Um, of an apartment. Of course. They had to knock on the door of that woman's place and let her know that this guy had been watching her for quite some time with his pants off. Looks like the Iron Sheik. It's so bizarre to look out your window and see some guy without his pants on in in a tree. (laughs) That's a weird day. It is so weird. You just... I've noticed you. Was it it dark out? Yeah. Well, at 9.30, yeah, for sure. So, like, you see this glow... Hello in there! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, that's super creepy. White super man glow. Creepy. Yeah. White man glow. Because all his bits are glowing. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? His um, ass. His, oh, yeah. Wow. Super moon. <laughs> and Lisa's like, oh, geez, I think I see the moon. The super moon is really close. It would take me a while to figure out what, what that what was. What it was. Yeah, it yeah. would. I think it would. There's the creature in the tree. Oh, there's like a different kind of animal here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my that? vision is bad anyway. Yeah, I'd, have, I'd have to run get and get like, my glasses. Really get my glasses on. I'm like, I still don't know. And I have to grab my binoculars. Oh, it's got binoculars. Oh. <laughs> of course, he has binoculars. Yeah, totally yeah, do. Yeah, he does. Yeah, gotta, really do. I thought I that was just like, com- look out. No. I thought it was just comedic binoculars. No. <laughs> She's no, got to keep her whole figure realm. out what's happening she around to, me. It's like my binoculars don't work. I go to my telescope. Yeah. <laughs> if there's She's like, got one of those. Sometimes you don't know. Scopes. There's like an animal in the distance. Like, what is that? And, you know. I'm yeah, surprised I mean, she yeah. doesn't have lights like they have in jail yards. You know. Oh, oh yeah. Like, and then they turn on the brights. Illuminate. <laughs> 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 sucks so, all the power. Right. So then I'd get my binoculars and I would get in into focus and I'd see yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Hey. <laughs> and then I'd go, woo! And then call 911. Yeah. <laughs> Long process from start get to you, finish. Get your clothes back on. <laughs> get out of here. Go on, get it. You get You pervert. <laughs> what are you using like, my what tree? What is that woman doing? She's running around. She, yeah. Glasses. And, <laughs> and we give him plenty like, of time to she get likes the hell me. out of there. Oh, yeah. she likes me. Yeah. She wants <laughs> to see me closer. Look at she's, all she has on is her little panties. <laughs> does look like that's what he talks like. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. does. It does. In his creepy mugshot with yeah. his creepy mustache. Uh, but he was uh, charged with invasion of privacy, and he's uh, currently on uh, probation hold. Mm-hmm. Whatever that means. Well, let's keep them under hold. Watch out for pantless pervs in your trees. Oh, yeah. man. Let's hope it's no one a, else to me, has to encounter that. To me, it's advanced when you go pantsless. Yeah. You know, well, like, you're in a tree, too. Being a perv in a tree, that's one thing. But, but a then pantsless, pantsless perv? Well, it probably is hard as you're holding onto a tree for dear life to get the pants off. So he did some forward thinking. Like, Where uh, is his pants? <laughs> it doesn't mention that. Oh, in the story. That's a good question. I mean, his car, is his car parked out somewhere? Oh, I think you should leave them right by the tree base. Are so they on the yeah, bottom of the tree? Climbed it pantsless, do you? Uh, you get splinters in your set. Yeah. I bet you a squirrel stole his pants. He pasted oh. them up a tree. That's why he was found in the tree. <laughs> that's what I would have said. Yeah, that's your excuse. But how do you take your pants off in a tree? That's what I'm saying. You'd yeah, have to I remove could. them before you get to the tree or I before you start climbing. You could? As a kid, when I used to climb trees, you knew you would get to that one spot in the tree where you could like put your feet on the, yep, the V, you got it, you got it. And then you could, you'd be good. Yeah. You'd be all right. You could get, I could get fully nude in a tree. Oh, I'd God. get a BB gun. Oh, no! <laughs> no, Lee! Yeah. Whoa, ow, ow. Fire at that lily white ass. Lisa like gets a scope and she's like 30 degrees. <laughs> she winks coming in takes at some grass. 13 miles an hour. <laughs> mm, see how it's blowing. Let's see if I can hit the tip of his stronger. <laughs> Lisa wakes Lou's, Lou's got the binoculars. She takes it a shot. Just to the right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's about two clicks west, isn't it, Lou? Yeah. 
I guarantee he'll never climb a tree again, pantless. No, no oh. you're right. You you friggin' snipe him out there with oh, your yeah. BB gun? Yes. <laughs> Just one shot. One shot, one ball. One shot way. Lisa yeah. <laughs> has a BB gun at the ready. And binoculars. Binoculars, okay. BB gun. Yeah. We don't even know the half the crap she's got set up. No, we have no idea. There's pits no. of death. I do have my glasses, but they wouldn't work, so I have to run and get my binoculars. Now the curve fell down into the leaf pit. You you have binoculars, right, Chuck? Yes, but I'm a nerd. (laughs) I mean, I look at the stars with them. Your binoculars are for totally different reasons. Yeah. Yeah, Yours are for alert safety cautions. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Navigating the landscape (laughs) to see if there are any intruders within three miles. You're taking the night watch tonight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to bed. Lisa's on the, on the on the night watch. I imagine her taking Molly out at night with like the full green light. Oh yeah. Oh night yeah. Vision night vision. Yeah, for yeah. sure. That's a good idea. <laughs> that, that is, is really you, can some, you can get some. It's black it's, out there. Yeah, it's not. It's not Dark. that. Even Molly has them on. Oh yeah. Even Lou, Lou little Lou. <laughs> they're all ready. They're all prepped and ready for action. Oh, my goodness. All right, so it was uh, Veterans Day the other day, and uh, a lot of places, you know, give out free food, and and, and rightfully so, to veterans that have served our country. Mm-hmm. Um, well, one veteran says he was embarrassed and insulted when his free Veterans Day meal was actually taken away from him. This mm-hmm. happened in Dallas, where Fox 4 covers the story. Take a listen here. Oh, you no, now you're grabbing my food away from me? Oh, you're taking my food away from me now? U.S. Army veteran Ernest Walker and his service dog, Barack, went into Chili's in Cedar Hill for a free burger on Veterans Day. He says his military service was questioned, and then this happened. Okay. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, I did just provide documents to you. A manager at the Chili's snatched his to-go box, saying Walker could not prove he is a veteran. But Walker says he showed him his DD-214 and his driver's license, which he also showed Fox 4 Sunday. He believes it was another customer, an elderly white man, also a veteran, who doubted him. He said, well, I was in uh, World War II in Germany, and they didn't have any blacks over there then. Like guy, like I said again, he's an older guy, so you know I let that stuff go. Moments later, this confrontation <laughs> happened. He says that we have guests that say you are not a legitimate uh, military veteran. Walker says that elderly veteran who approached him was wearing a Donald Trump campaign sticker. <laughs> he feels it is no coincidence this happened days after Trump's election. And I believe it wasn't for, you know, the temperature of America right now. I believe that man would have never reacted that way because I think he's probably a good person. Walker posted the video to Facebook and it's since gotten the attention of Chili's. A company (laughs) spokesperson released this statement. Our goal is to make every guest feel special. And unfortunately, we fell short on a day where we serve free meals as a token to honor our veterans. We are taking this very seriously and the leaders in our company are actively involved with the goal of making it right. Walker's attorney, Kim Cole, says she's meeting with Chile's general counsel Monday, and one of the company's attorneys has apologized. She felt really bad that that Mr. Walker had this experience. I stood ready. I served my country. It insulted me. It's still insulting. There's no black people in an Walker army. says he will file assault <laughs> charges against that manager, and he says that manager needs some sensitivity training. 
What's a, wrong with that manager? Yeah, what it's just it's the stupidest a thing. hamburger. No, I mean, it's ridiculous. I, come on, we all know what's going on. Come on. The guy a couple shows racist his, dudes. That's all you need. It's, it's just oh a couple racist God, dudes, guys. Insane. I mean, you At don't the have end to read it. It's a hamburger. Yeah, like you're gonna cause it. You know he's, he's taking you. He's already eaten half of it. But I mean, he has you're a racist. Two fourteen. That's matter. all you need. Because he's it a doesn't vet. matter. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with that. It's the color of his well, skin. Yeah. It's in Dallas, Texas. It's the color of his uh, skin. It was a racial thing. There was an old there was an old man that claimed there were no black people in World War Two. No, Tuskegee Airmen. Heard of it? Yeah. Makes me so mad. Yeah, um, it's crazy. And I really, I just think uh, we're in. We live in a time where all of a sudden, it is, uh, um, it's 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 not okay. But people think it's okay to just say that this is how they feel again. I'm so glad that there's cell phones that are taping, oh, yeah. recording everything yeah. that these yeah, people that's, say. That's the craziest part. This manager, like, it's really worth it, Chili's manager. You know this dude's taping you. You know he's going to put it online somewhere. It's worth it. You taking away his half-eaten $6 burger? Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> well, are there, I mean, I guess maybe there are people that pretend to be veterans on Veterans well, there Day. Are. Yes, uh, there, there are. are. No if you have a DD-214, then that is your proof that you have served. That's yeah. legit. Yeah, it's just, I mean, there are, there are douchebags that do that. But. Yeah, there's no question, but I mean, you know, taking the, and I don't know how old you have to be right now to have served in World War II, okay? I don't know how old you are in Chili's. Uh... I think my grandfather, if he was alive, would have been around 90-something yeah. right now. So, And I think people that fake being a vet, obviously, is yeah. awful. And well, they should burn in hell. It's messed yeah. up, but it does seem like somebody was just looking for trouble. Like, they were yeah, like, let's just let's make this fellow uncomfortable. It's just racism. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, yeah. That manager should no longer be employed by Jillies. Yeah. At the end of the day. Especially if he did show the right. Well, it sounds like they're... Chili's is like, oh boy. Yeah, oh sure. <laughs> oh, now yeah, they're being sued. Definitely. He must have touched him at some point. He's being sued for assault, right? Like he, he must have touched the guy or Yeah, I don't know. Put his hands on him yeah. or whatever. I'd say it's almost always a bad thing when a married couple stops having sex. But apparently a lot of people are way more cool with that scenario than I ever thought. According to a new survey, only 63% of people in the country say they'd be against a sexless marriage. 21% of Americans are totally cool with it. Mm-hmm. A marriage without sex. I repeat mm-hmm. again. And another 16 say they'd consider it. Now. Men are saying that? <laughs> Seems like. Well, it doesn't break it yeah, down. Yeah, I wonder what. Oh, oh, no, they don't break it, it down. They oh, say, okay. believe it or not, men are slightly more open to a marriage without sex than women. It was twenty-two percent of men compared to twenty percent of women. Huh? Huh? What? Jesus. I think it goes on a lot. So sure does. This marriage <laughs> thing. Um, is anyone listening to the show right now cool with a sexless marriage? Two four eight five four four WRIF two four eight five four four nine seven four three. Are you in one, or would you consider 
a sexless marriage. And this is uh, just you know, Andy Green will never be, get married. <laughs> well, it's like a sexless like that. marriage. I'm like, that's like, that's like, this is poison, and it also tastes bad. <laughs> yeah. What's the point of that? Yeah, <laughs> it's not you know poison that tastes like delicious chocolate. Right. It's horrible. <clears throat> right. Yeah. It'll kill you, and it'll taste bad going down. Don't get married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My advice. So why do married couples stop having sex? Uh, top four reasons are illness, resentment, <laughs> stress, and boredom. Boredom. All of the yeah. above. The top four reasons why married couples stop having sex. There. Yeah. Uh-huh. But did would you ever believe that that many people would have been cool with a sexless marriage? I think I think I can just, like, I mean, I can think off the top of my head how some chicks could get involved with them. I mean, guys probably don't want them, but, you know, once you're in one, it's hard to hit the eject button, probably. You know, but girls, like, think about the girl who uh, cozies up with, like, the 86-year-old rich guy, and she's young. She doesn't want to have sex with the guy. Yeah, yeah so, but I assume the 86-year-old guy has her around because he's got Viagra, and he can Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they're just, they just like want nice arm candy. I just want to have someone to talk to. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, I do think that that is possible. You know, are you cool with a sexless sexless marriage? Are you in one, um, Scott? Hey, um, that that survey had to be done with like all seniors because there's no way someone with an active sex life would have uh, said anything like that. They don't have any age listed here. <laughs> It had to have been done because like just, just think about it. Like all the crazy Halloween witch behind him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't doesn't list ages in this survey. Yeah. I hey, you would think a, it would be old. I didn't get a survey. No, they didn't call no, you, no, Andy. No. no. Andy Green, would you be cool with a sexless marriage? No. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for your time, uh, <laughs> Noah from Sterling Heights. Hi, Noah. All right, I'm not married. I'm 21. I'm not close to being married yet. But, no, I'm not okay with people that are married not having sex. They get angry and mean, and I don't want them to be that way. So married people have sex. Be happy. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, not, good advice. he's not even getting behind the people who are cool with yeah. it. Hey, stop being cool with it. Hey, you stop that. I don't think anyone should be cool with it. Like, I don't. I don't, I don't think you I should think be you both cool agree with it. If you don't want to, I don't know. That's. Oh, but you got to know stuff's bad. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you have to know, okay, well, this ain't perfect. Mm. You know, some stuff just, has got you here. Yeah. A lot of times it just goes that way, I think, with couples. As they are together for a long time, probably. Slowly they slows just slowly down to the yeah. point of not yeah. existing. Yeah. Uh, like, the, not everybody's parents are like Dave's parents, where they're still just bang and, like, face. mad. You know what I mean? No, but it's true. No. I do think, like, a lot of our parents, if you talk to them, they're probably not doing a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? It's probably been some years since they... I don't think about it. Yeah. No, I know. It's not good to think yeah, about. I, mean, I have no idea. Maybe, maybe not. I just, yeah. in my brain, I they feel like it stopped. Good for them. I, I'd I prefer not to let feel my like mind it stop. go there. Let's hope it stops. Yeah, let's hope. Thinking what oh, get out of there. Why is that in there? <laughs> That's a nasty thought. I don't think about it at all. Ever. Yeah. Shut your face. Um, voice changing technology. Anonymous. You're on with Dave and Chuck the Freak. Uh, are you in a sexless marriage? Yeah. And you're cool yes, with I him. Am. 
No, I am not. No, I didn't think you'd be cool. I am seriously getting sick and tired of even so much as looking at it like, say, hey, how you doing tonight? I'm about done with it. And I'm about to turn around. I've got, you know, a life to live. I will find someone else in two seconds flat. Oh, no. I just find it when people, like when a female talks to me and makes me feel happy. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm about to go get some. Yeah. I can see how it sounds can... so angry. Well, yeah, like, so sorry. Sorry. How long, how long has up? it been? Three years. Oh, my oh. God. Why? And, and the excuses, <laughs> because the excuses of, oh, well, my hormones, this, my hormones, that. Well, guess what? Your hormones aren't messed up for three years. I'm sorry to say, but, you know, get over it. And let's see, when you married, it says, you know, you know, you're taking on this responsibility to please each other. I mean, it's not like I'm asking it for 24 seven, 365. I'm, you know, every couple of months, you know, you know, it's like we're busy, but I'll ask. And if you sit there and tell me no, I'm going to be mad. And like, seriously, it's like never. So you, you're like a, a man on the edge right now. Like you, you step back from the ledge. I'm I'm stepping back from the ledge because I mean one of the girls I went to school with she turned around looking at me saying hey I know you're married he's like hey you know you sound dissatisfied and unhappy how about you come over here and I'll make you happy so I'm like but I'm not that type of guy but I'm seriously that close to just being like see you later I'm leaving how long are you gonna give it <laughs> Maybe another another couple months, but oh. I've been with her for ten years. My Ooh. my wife for ten years. Ten years is a long time. That's not going to change. I mean, obviously, uh, someone oh, else is joining us with voice changing technology. <laughs> I don't know who they are. All, but, I mean, good luck with all that. Yeah, I mean, it's probably pretty bad. But all right, anonymous. Listen, I know you're fired up, but uh, good luck good with luck. everything. Thanks. All right, he's cool. not laughing. No, Dude, no, that guy was like, "You heard this?" He's like, "I need to call it." Like I said, nobody should, or like whoever said on the show, uh, no one should be cool with it. You know what I mean? Like, no one should be cool at all with it. You're goddamn right. It ain't cool, but, uh, <laughs> crap happens, you know? Thanks, Anonymous, who just wandered in here. <laughs> he did all his research. He's like, nothing in a hormone science ever says three years, no sex. Rookie. He's a rookie. <laughs> that's, that's, I feel bad for the dude, but you, he's ready to snap at any You moment. could hear Oh it. my god. Yeah. <laughs> Most people are beaten down more than that. Nah, he's, he's fired oh. up. He sounded like he was calling from a truck that he was currently just hitting the road on. Uh, you know the difference? <laughs> you, uh, I mean, you know the difference between that guy and other guys is that there's some chick out there that's like, hey, bang me. That changes everything. Oh, sure it does. You know I mean, it's super easy to be cool with not having sex when no one wants to bang you. But if someone wants to bang you, it is pretty hard to say, oh, I don't need any sex. But you, you can not have any sex very easily when no one wants to have sex with you. When you're a troll-looking fellow and... Uh, no one wants to have sex with you. I mean, you don't really have a lot of choices. The choice is what really messes you up. You know what I mean? You guys picking me up? Uh-huh. Yeah, we're hearing you, stranger. Anonymous was stranger. Okay. 
No. No, no, no. <laughs> Guys, sex isn't everything. Holy oh. crap, shut your mouth. I know, I'm Jesus. just waiting for I'm just what? kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm waiting for the it's room so just to awesome. stop. No, okay, but listen, she's right. It's not everything, no, it's not but, everything. It's, but it's something. It's not important. even anything, is it? <clears throat> it's, most, <laughs> it's mostly it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe if you had all that too outside of sex, maybe it would make it a little easier. But if you don't have sex and you also can't stand the person... Yeah. Then that's horrible. That's, that's rough. That uh, makes it pretty rough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Another stranger will let you go. Oh, no, I'm not going anywhere. Oh, you're going to stay here. Okay, uh, stick around. I got around. a show to do. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, when I talk about this kind of stuff, I got a show to do. Okay. Um, we're going to head to uh, Dan regular line here, Danielle from Sterling Heights. Hi, Danielle. Hi, Danielle. Hi there. Um, we're talking about the fact that 21% of people in this country say they are totally cool with a sexless marriage. Absolutely not. No. Yeah, you like to just get pounded, huh? <laughs> I have had sex three t- or twice in the past three years. Oh, so you're you're currently in pretty much a sexless marriage? Pretty much, yeah. And I am not happy about it. Well, no, why? Not. Why is it that yeah, way? What's wrong? Well, I have no idea. We had the greatest sex life forever. We've been 16 years together, and all of a sudden, no sex. Is it um, mm-hmm. like problems down below, or what's the deal? I have no idea. But you don't I talk hear- about it? You haven't said anything? I've tried. I think he's cheating. Oh, I mean, that oh well. I was trying oh, not to no. go there, but uh, yeah. that is the other possibility. Exactly. But <sighs> he says, no, no, no. So I don't know. I don't know. I, the times we've had sex, I've pretty much raped him. So I don't know. Ooh. You know, uh, the only thing I can think is that uh, <laughs> if someone... Uh, if someone legit was just cheating on someone, wouldn't they still try to bang the other person to throw them off the scent without, like... You know what I mean? Like, if it was purely, I don't like you anymore, yeah, they found someone else. Yes, but they'd still have sex with you, right. so you wouldn't think, well, geez, something's going on. Right, yeah. I would think so. I think he just got old or something. I don't know. Well, that happens, too. Our dongers do stop working. (laughs) We don't care anymore. I don't know. How are you you going to deal with it? I don't know. I'm on the verge of just finding somebody to have sex with, honestly. Yeah. I guess. That's that's the side effect of sexless marriage. You look for it Mm -hmm. somewhere. Okay, whoa. Okay, he's changed up. Um, Danielle, thanks for calling in. All the best. Thank you. All right. Take care. It's Dave and Anonymous, the freak here, and we're taking your calls. Um, (laughs) Would would you be open to a sexless marriage? 20% of the country says yes. This guy texted in and said, I've been married for two years. It's been sexless for the past two years. I'm 30, and I'm cool with it. What? How can you be married for two years and have it sexless the whole two years? Like you never had. And you're thirty. And you're thirty. And you're okay at thirty. At thirty. Mother ever. No. Test, test, test. Holy crap. That's crazy. That's bad. 
but he's okay with it. He's so okay with maybe it. sex so, isn't very important to him. Good. Got a lot of money. Let's let's look at the other side of this. We have uh, voice changing technology, uh, anonymous female with us. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. So you I'm would good. be cool with a sexless marriage? Um, I would actually. I do it to, you know, just to make him happy. But um, you mentioned resentment and boredom. Yeah. Those are definitely reasons, and I think people need to know if their partner isn't having sex with them, that's because they are doing something wrong, and there's something there that they need to work on. It's not just that they don't want to have sex anymore, it's a reflection of how the marriage is going. And you're just, this is your own experience. Yes, this is my own experience, and I was listening, and all these people like, I don't know, I don't know. Well, there's a reason. It's, you're doing something wrong, and in my case, I'm resentful. I'm bored. I don't feel like I'm treated right. So and you I closed tried. the shop. So shop is closed. What? Yeah, the shop. I mean, it's not closed because I don't want to upset him. But it's pretty much like only open on Saturday nights. It's a going out of business. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what do you do? Where do you go from here? Um try to work things out um, because I find that when we do have moments where things are going well then I want to do you know what I mean like but I go through large periods where I don't want to because things are bad and then if we work them out then I want to and I guess the reason I'm calling is because people keep saying well I don't know why they don't want to do it well that's why because there's something going on and you need to address that mm. all right anonymous thank you this isn't fun at all. Well, I yeah, don't know. People, well, no. going to be fun. I don't know. <laughs> Turns out marriages aren't really a fun. <laughs> Turns out people in sexless marriage can be a bit <laughs> tense. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, like the worst thing in the world, but let's uh, talk about it for half an hour. Anonymous stranger. Oh, all going to be okay. Not really. <laughs> It uh, doesn't sound like it's going to be okay out there. Hope they all pull through. <laughs> just talk. You know? Just talk about it. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take another call. <laughs> what we got out there not getting banged? Anyone? No. Um, Dylan from Westland. Hey, Hi, Dylan. Dylan. How you guys doing? Doing okay. Uh, um, he can be normal. Though, yeah, he can, stranger. Uh, okay. What do you think? <laughs> uh, well, see, I've been in a relationship for five years. We're all going on five years now. I'm not even married yet, uh-huh. and it's already pretty much sexless, and I'm dying. Wow. Then, uh, then why are you still on that train? There's lots of other trains around. Uh, I know, but, you know, you've been you've been together with this girl for so long. You love her, and you don't want to get rid of her. She makes you happy, but at the same time, but she's you gotta not, make yourself happy so much. Yeah, you know, she's not okay. making you really uh, happy. Yeah. Just do me a really tremendous <laughs> favor and just never actually get married. Don't ever actually get married. Okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks, okay. All right. Yeah, there you go. Stranger, just stranger. You don't with want to get married when you're not having sex with boyfriend and girlfriend. No. No, you, you do not. That's really hard, I bet, married. for him, because he likes her and he, he likes being her. around. He, he loves great. her. He likes, yeah. but he likes her too, and he likes being yeah. around her, and he has a good time with her. But but she no won't sex. touch his dog. Mm. See, that's where I get a slap. My my love's a sliding scale. Like the stock market, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Dow Jones is down today. 
Like you could have a great, perfect girl, right? Yeah. And if she doesn't do that, she's then it's not, not perfect. perfect. Right, she's not perfect. Not perfect. <laughs> right. Yeah. Four, four days in, I start to be like, ooh, we better look four at some of these reports. In. Three dates. <laughs> Whoa, she's not that perfect. <laughs> Crunching some of the numbers here, babe. Best friend of mine. All right, we got to take a break here. When we come back, more Riff News, sports, and those crazy Canadians on the way right after this. Dave. Will you throw your semen at me? Chuck the Freak. I carry around that jizz bottle. Spray it down all the time. Lisa Way. That would be all over my face. Fingers, all clothes, everything. Dave and Chuck the Freak on the Riff. Hi, it's 10.01 here. Dave and Chuck the Freak. Tuesday, the 15th of November. Thanks for being with us. Have you registered for the .5K yet? It's coming up this Saturday. Right around the corner. You can be there. Go online, riff.com. All the details, and we'll see you downtown Wyandotte this Saturday for our third annual .5K. As we continue, there's more Riff news to get to. Check the Freakle Check Sports and those crazy Canadians on the way. We are live in the Gold Star Law studio. This segment brought to you by Gold Star Law as well. Have you been treated differently or lost a promotion due to your age, race, or gender? It's more than unfair. It may be breaking the law. Gold Star Law can help with any employment law problem. Call 248-851-GOLD. Not just tough, Gold Star Tough. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. A Florida man has been arrested for domestic battery after striking his live-in boyfriend with a cup of hot ramen noodles. Mm. Take that, you little son of a bitch! Oh! 40-year-old Michael Herrick <laughs> and his boyfriend got into a verbal argument at their You're residence. Such a little bitch. It was in regards to questions of his boyfriend cheating. You cheating son of a bitch. I did nothing of the sort. Let me smell your junk. Wow. Eat your ramen. The twelve thirty just twelve thirty a.m. dispute. Oh, smell horrid in the couple's. <laughs> I know where he's been. Okay, in the couple's <laughs> Pinellas Park home turned violent when Herrick threw a cup of hot ramen noodles at the victim who was ramen noodles struck <laughs> in the neck. Oh, by the steaming noodles. My mm. neck. <laughs> Those would hurt. Burn. <laughs> yeah, they would ramen noodles sticking to your neck. They're mm-hmm. sticking. <laughs> Guess they're done. <laughs> My neck is so burnt. <laughs> And then he called the cops. Harder to suck things with. <laughs> it's very true. Your vengeance is served cold, but in a hot form. <laughs> After cops concluded that Herrick was the primary aggressor, he was arrested for domestic battery. The six foot seven, two hundred pound Herrick was booked into jail on the misdemeanor oh count and released from custody. Water. <laughs> it's a tall drink of gay water. There he is. There's his uh, picture. You're in Smoke for it shot. with me. You are in for it. <laughs> I'm gonna. You better hope uh, I'm the catcher. Because <laughs> if I'm pitching, I'm pitching a shutout. Uh, this guy's rap sheet includes prior convictions for grand theft, passing bad checks, and mm. violating probation. Bad boy. He's been up to before he threw ramen noodles. Yeah. He's been up to other bad news. Yeah. Oh, hot ramen. It's noodles. weird. Uh, a guy that big would. You can tell he's gay, I guess, because instead of just fighting, he was like, noodle! <laughs> <laughs> Noodles on your knee! You know, like he's six foot seven. Yeah. Right. And he was like, noodle time, noodles, noodle! <laughs> yeah. uh, they got uh, a noodle fight. Hot noodle neck. Yeah. That's where he went. Hot noodle neck. You got a but, bad case. I mean, it would hurt, but it's not your your manliest weapon. Just <laughs> in a battle. It's no, not. It's not. Throwing no, hot noodles not. at someone. Uh, dude in Thailand. Obviously, a little off his rocker. Mm-hmm. He just married his pet snake because he strongly believes 
it's his dead girlfriend reincarnated. Oh, <sighs> boy. That's, sad. that's really sad. There's a picture of them watching TV together. Oh, oh my. Oh, man. It's a cobra? It's a goddamn cobra? It's a 10-foot-long cobra. He just chills with the cobra? It looks like he's playing Call of Duty or something? Um... I'm not sure if they're, or they're watching TV together oh. there. They do watch TV together. They share romantic picnics by the lake. They play board games. Oh, the Cobra doesn't play board games, guys. It's funny doesn't. that the Cobra is right by the board game. Like, that, like how does that happen? The doesn't it have, like, does. Cobra stuff to do? It's <laughs> time for board games? Thinking he about even takes him. his Cobra to the gym with him. Well, the cobra, he's probably hoping the Cobra will kill him. Yeah, well, the yeah. Cobra will kill That's him. That's what he's hoping. At least so, the Cobra's going to kill him. Right. This guy lost his girlfriend five years ago. He believes in the Buddhist theory that people are reincarnated into animals after they die. Um, Waranan Sarasalan um, from Thailand says that um, his girlfriend is alive and well in the snake. And he says, after all, true love is true love. No matter. (gasps) What does he do to that? (sighs) I don't know. What does he do to that? You got to watch out for a cobra blow, you know? Yeah, it's going to go badly. He says he never is without the snake. He takes it everywhere he goes, even when he's sleeping. He did get a lot of fun action shots of that cobra just like playing Monopoly. Yeah. <laughs> watching TV. I love Lisa's theory, too, that the cobra probably does have cobra stuff to do. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> he just, he doesn't want to be there playing Monopoly. He's like, dude, I got tons of cobra stuff I got to do today. Yeah. What's up with this game? But Like what the cobra is like moving the pieces? I don't think no, so. Then that's but he crazy. seems like he's into it. Yeah. yeah. He's at the gym. He seems like he's like I'll play sticking around. Again. I'm a cobra. Uh, well, cobra see, stuff to do. Mm, yeah. I mean, it looks to me like the cobra's ready to kill someone in every one of these pictures. <laughs> that's yeah. all it is. You know? Really? I don't think so. Like that I mean, looks like, just looks like they're looks watching, like TV watching TV together. TV. Cobras don't get he, up like that unless they're pissed. Yeah. But he's But in but every he's, photo, he's like that. Yeah, I think the cobra's, the cobra's he's like, like feel sorry for him. Not playing a board game there. The Cobra's like, go ahead. Yeah, it's like, put you in my strike range, yeah. bitch, because I'm a Cobra. little closer. About to show you oh, some Cobra stuff. Oh, there's picnic by the lake. Hard to see. It's a little fuzzy, but... I mean, it is surprising the Cobra doesn't try to escape. Mm. Unless this guy's a snake charmer. Well, how do you... Is he a snake charmer? He, no, he wasn't. I mean, he was... He's just a guy who lives the guy, with a Cobra. The guy who believes this is his dead girlfriend reincarnated. Dude, I can't watch The Voice tonight. Cobra stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, when you get back from here, Cobra stuff. <laughs> I'll try, but you, you can't keep me up late playing these board games. I'm Cobra not your damn girlfriends. Cobra stuff happens early. <laughs> you know? I got to get up and Give do me it. a break. <laughs> what kind of Cobra stuff can you be up to? It's all kinds, man. I'm eating mice, I'm spitting my venom. <laughs> Yeah, he's supposed to be badass. Meanwhile, they're on picnics, playing board games, right. watching TV he's together. He's ruining his cobra image. Oh, yeah. He really is. <laughs> and it, is it a, it, picnics, do they know, is I mean, it a guy cobra or a girl cobra? I don't know. I assume it was a girl. I, I mean, assume, too. <clears throat> I thought the cobra's voice thought like a chick. <laughs> like, dude, I got cobra stuff. No, I don't care about Stranger Things. I, mean, I can't binge watch that with you this weekend. <laughs> all these cobra Settle things. down, sweetie. <laughs> Gonna go sit in the woods again? They say he's very well known in this area of Thailand now because of his relationship with this ten foot long cobra. Oh, of course he is. Oh yeah, because everybody's like that man will die very soon. And if he does get bit by his girlfriend, um, 
Do you just let him die? Yeah, yeah. Well, he Thailand? wants to. Probably. Yeah. But the, the Thai guy with the Cobra girlfriend looks so happy. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He's having the time of his life. I'm looking at the pictures on my computer. He just, he's, he's so joyful. You think if the Cobra moves like a piece to like something he doesn't want her to go to, and then he's, he's like, like, look at my girlfriend. Oh, damn you. It was a great move. He does look like overjoyed. Mm -hmm. He does. I've the never one of, seen a guy look so good. The one of him playing the board game with this cobra, and that cobra looks like it wants to kill him. It is gonna. <laughs> and there's the, the picnic by the lake. He's giving the cobra a drink of pop. Lisa <laughs> <laughs> circled it with their mouth. If you just take a look at this region here, yeah, yeah. you'll see the cobra yeah. has its own soda. It's right over here in this area. Is he just doing this for advertisement? Like he maybe, placed a he placed maybe. a product placement bag. Well, it's an odd advertising campaign, though. It sure is. I'm going to marry a cobra, or yeah, I'm tonight on marry a cobra. <laughs> it, does, it doesn't sound like a lifetime a beautiful series. snake. The cobra I married. That is a humongously oh, ten foot long, terrifying snake. Dude, they spit venom. Yeah, right in your eyes. Spit it in your eyes. Yeah, very they just. They believe some weird things in other parts of the world. The Thai guy likes pink. He's got a lot of pink. He does gear, pink backpack, pink shirt, pink watch. So there's some. Very no shoes. <laughs> he's a, he's an odd duck, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you just look at the he's got little flowers painted on his wall yeah. too. Yeah. Different. Notice his pop cup for the snake. Did you see? Make sure you see this. The snake circle this, that. Mm -hmm. circle All right. Coming up in just a second, it's those crazy Canadians. What horrible thing happened to a Canadian guy involved in a street brawl in Toronto? Mm. I'll tell you about that after Chuck the Freak. Check sports. Sports brought to you by Gorno Ford. Uh, the year-end Black Friday event is going on now at Gorno Ford. Lease a new 2017 Fusion SE for just 124 a month or a 2017 Escape SE for only 141 a month, both with a 24 month lease. See dealer for full details. Gorno Ford in Woodhaven. It's where the Ford people go. So, uh, the Pistons, uh, they remain perfect at home. They ended up, um, beating the Thunder at the Palace last night, 104 to 88. Uh, Tobias Harris scored 22 points. Aaron Baines had 20 points for Detroit. They won their second straight. They are now 6-5, and 5-0 five, five and oh at home. The Pistons take on the Knicks tomorrow. Red Wings host the Lightning tonight. Uh, Tigers' Michael Fulmer is the American League Rookie of the Year. He beat out uh, finalists uh, in catcher Gary Sanchez of the Yankees and Indians uh, outfielder Tyler uh, Naquin. Fulmer is the first Tiger player to win Rookie of the Year honors since Justin Verlander in 2006. And the Lions, they're uh, back at it. Time to start practicing again. They had the bye last week, and they're getting ready this week on Sunday to take on the Jaguars at Ford Field. Those crazy Canadians. This is not something you'd expect to hear about a Canadian fight. Okay. But a man had his penis chopped off in a Canadian street brawl. Oh, hey. Oh, wait a second. Hey. This dude luckily was able to get his penis sewn back on after it was cut off during this confrontation in Toronto. Police described the man's injuries as life-threatening when they released a close-circuit television image of a man wanted in connection with this incident. Another victim was shot in the eye mm. during this fight that happened between two groups of people. I guess a man from the first group 
sliced the 38-year-old guy's dong off. Then another guy from the first group shot a 26-year-old man from the second group, both of them taken to hospital. Mm. The man who was shot also had to have surgery as a result of damage by a bullet to the stomach. They say 20 witnesses were right there, but they all say they saw nothing. They all said they were sleeping on a bus. They said it's kind of hard to sleep through all those gunshots. Yeah, never but mind you're just, smart. Never mind just screaming yeah. from a man that just had his penis shot. This uh, sounds to me like the old Toronto Asian gang, uh, if you ask me. How do you sounds even like chop gang. a guy's dong off in a street fight? Wouldn't it have to be outside of his pants? Like, how am I chopping mm. a dong off in a street fight? Unless you did some crazy, like, quit, unzip, grab it, hush me, it just seems like it wouldn't be possible in a normal street fight. Because that's the thing, right? Like, Toronto has, like, crazy Asian gangs. Yes. You know, like, is it, is yeah. It, oh, yeah. Big there. It's bad. Mm-hmm. Like, Yakuza style. Yeah. Things. They'll do some stuff. Yeah, if I roll up and saw somebody with their dong getting cut off by some guy, I'm not narking on the, any of them. No. <laughs> I didn't see a thing. I slept right through the screams. Yeah, you do. You didn't see anything. Mm-mm. During his 60 Minutes interview, Donald Trump urged Americans not to be afraid. Unless, of course, the Americans happen to be black, Mexican, gay, Jewish immigrants or women. In which case, run for your lives. Run oh, for yeah. your lives. Terrified. And finally, Taylor Swift is reportedly doing an album with a more hip-hop feel. Okay. Okay. And to promote it, she's going to kill all her exes in drive-by shootings. <laughs> oh, on full street, Damn. yo. Damn. Those are my thoughts, not yours. I'm Dave Hunter. On 101 WRIF. Dave. I would love to see the nipples. Chuck the Freak. Sorry I whacked your titties around. Lisa Way. I just wanted to show my titties. Dave and Chuck the Freak on the riff. Here we are on this Tuesday morning. This segment brought to you in part by Tim Hortons Hot Chocolate. Warm up to classic salted caramel or white hot chocolate or a freshly brewed coffee today. Tim Hortons Cafe and Bake Shop. And Carlini's up next. We'll talk to her in just a second. Or just right now. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Oh, Let's yeah. do it right now, man. Or just yeah. right now. Man, how's it Let's going? Let's talk to her. You're on. <laughs> so, uh, Danny Barclow is uh, out with a group of friends and having a really beautiful motorcycle ride. Okay. In gorgeous weather in New Jersey. And they happen to see a broken down bike pulled over on the side of the road. So, uh, they decided, let's pull over and help this guy out. Mm-hmm. Just happened to be Bruce Springsteen. Oh, wow. Hmm. Yep. So he said he noticed the guy looked familiar. <laughs> and sure enough, it was Bruce. He was having some problems uh, with his battery. It died. They tried to get started for him, but just couldn't accomplish that. So they said, well, instead of waiting out here in the cold, why don't we just go down to the bar? So Bruce jumped on the back of oh, one of wow. the guy's bikes, went down to the bar. He called someone to come pick him up and in the meantime took pictures Signed autographs, uh, also told all the guys in the group he was going to get them tickets for the show. So, uh, it was, it was pretty nice, pretty nice little afternoon. But then it turned horrible. What? Well, because they posted the story on the American Legion Facebook page, because all these guys belong to the American Legion in their section of town. And Bruce is a huge Hillary supporter. Oh, so yes. they got all upset with them. They got very upset, oh. and they had to take down the the uh, picture and the gotta love the, the internet Facebook post. Yeah, that's it's too bad. Can't even have an, a good story out there anymore. Yeah, 
Yeah, because it was a nice story. Yeah. And, and bikers do that if they see someone pulled over the side of the road. You know, and you think, oh, it's Bruce Springsteen, but still. But I guess in his book, he talks about how he hitchhiked everywhere. He didn't even drive till he was in his 20s. But it's such oh, wow. a different time now that, I mean, if I loved an artist, I loved their music, I'm all of a sudden going to hate them because of their political affiliation. That never right. was the way it was before. You like right. you, you like me, maybe you yeah. don't agree. Right. You may not agree, but you can still appreciate their music and like them as an artist. If I didn't listen or watched a movie or TV of of everyone who disagreed with me politically, I would never listen to any music yeah. or watch any movies or TV. Yeah. It's like you got to compartmentalize it. Exactly. See, everyone's allowed to have their own personal choice. Mm. That aside from who they are as a person. Yeah. But, but the you, internet is just, it's out yeah. of control. Right. I mean, it's just got to be stopped. No, we got to shut get, it off. It's going to get worse yeah. before it gets better. We got to turn it off. Yes. Well, it is too bad because it was a nice story. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Well, now we'll move on to another little crazy situation. Do you guys know who Robbie Williams is? I do. The yes. British singer? Yeah. Yes. He was in a uh, boy band called Take That. Okay. So Talk he... about one of my favorites. Back in the day. Uh-huh. So uh, Robbie bought a house next to uh, Led Zeppelin's legendary guitarist jimmy page okay so robbie wants to renovate the house he wants to do a lot of renovations to the house he want to remove the pool the gym you know rebuild the garage blah 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 so uh jimmy didn't like this mm. he said the vibrations of the construction was ruining his vibe yes and yeah. his home took him to court robbie williams won back in 2015 well jimmy wasn't happy with that so to prove his point he has been sitting outside for hours at a time with recording equipment in an attempt to prove that the remodeling noise levels are way too high. So Jimmy Page is just a crazy old man now. Yeah, yeah a that's a man. crazy that's old man. A crazy old man. Old man. I thought what for you sure. were going to say was he was going to do the ultimate in rock and roll response, which would have been to set up like four Marshall stacks <laughs> in your backyard Fire back. and then just <laughs> rip it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like all day and all night, <laughs> just, just play guitar Jimmy in Page your backyard. Rips. That would be a younger man's game. Mm. I guess yeah, it is. You know? I guess oh, it is. No. Now he's just like, oh, I'm going to record you, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, man, fight fire with fire. But unfortunately, it's Jimmy Page. I know. You might enjoy that. Yeah. I know you would. It. I know it'd be like a free concert. I'd be like, yep, yeah. do more construction. Man, that was cool when you pissed off Jimmy Page. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you'd want to piss him off more. Yeah. Yeah. Keep pissing him off, Robbie. Well, Robbie says that uh, Jimmy has become mentally ill. Oh. He said he's actually been caught sleeping in the garden while trying to spy on construction. Uh, because you fall asleep, right? You're old. You'll yes. really fall asleep. Yeah. Oh, mm. that's sad. Oh, wow. That's a downer. <laughs> Jimmy. It is. Jimmy. 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 Yes. Oh, well. Yes. I mean, this is the same guy who bought Aleister Crawley's house, recorded yeah. in it, you know. There was an incident with a red snapper, which I won't get into if you don't know the story. I can't say it on no, there. No, I'll look it up later. Uh, yes, the old red snapper do. story. I feel like yes. Jimmy Page is just upset because they keep knocking over his dominoes. <laughs> <laughs> I Maybe. have all set up. <laughs>
Thanks for downloading the Dave and Chuck the Freak podcast. Brought to you by the Spex Howard School of Media Arts. Spex Howard is focused on success with one-year programs in graphic design, broadcast, or digital media arts. Find out more at specshoward.edu or call 248-358-9000. The Dave and Chuck the Freak podcast, an exclusive of WRIF.com.